0: You know, Jesus gives us that picture of serving. He gives us that picture of the Last Supper of washing the disciples' feet. And then he told him, he says, wash one another's feet. You know, he sets an example for us. He sets an example. And I just want to share a little bit today about, about being servants and, and what that means to us. And, and I'm going to talk about opportunities we have to serve. Um, in Mark, the 10th chapter, mark the 10th chapter a mother came to jesus and she said well when you establish your kingdom she says could my sons have a position you know when you when you start to take over the world could my sons have a position in in this kingdom you're going to establish and and jesus went on to explain to this lady what his kingdom was all about and you know when you when you think about serving and you think about the kingdom of god we're going to look at what it says in the kingdom of god but you know so many times in our society and the world around us serving is not what's happening and basically in our society the only time people serve or a lot of times when people serve it's because they're paid to do it it's because there's something expected back from well I'm going to serve and you know and uh you know I think even like Walmart you know I think they practice serving but did you ever did you ever go into a place where they, they do it as a matter of business and you kind of sometimes question the sincerity of why they're doing it? That maybe they're doing it because it's a job or something. But, you know, Jesus calls us to be servants. So in Mark, the 10th chapter, when this lady comes to Jesus and says, well, can you give my sons a position? He then explains to her how the kingdom of God is different, how the kingdom of God is different from, from the world. And in verse 42, Jesus called the disciples to himself, and he said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet I sh- yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever decides to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first among you shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You know Jesus he says you know the world worries about positions. He says you know they worry about lording it over people. They worry about exercising authority over you know um recently I've been in a couple situations where I well anyway I was in a couple situations Um, where people in small towns have authority. Um, And I'm not talking about the Mayor Wayne. You know, the Mayor Wayne and I had a little discussion this week, and it's great, he's fine. I'm not alluding to that at all. I know this goes on tape, and everybody can listen to it, but um, he was great, and he was fine. I've been in other situations where sometimes people take their position to lord it over people. You know, that... Positions are there to serve. You know, know, there's such a discussion about this whole law enforcement. It's it's bad on both sides, the way I see it. There's problems everywhere. The problem is our world and sin. It's our world and sin. People want to lord it over people. Nobody wants to serve. Nobody wants to serve somebody when they have a position they want to throw their weight around and it just you know it's just wrong it's just wrong but jesus said well that's the way the world is you know the world the world wants to exercise authority they want to lord it over people but jesus says it's not supposed to be that way among you you know it's not that way among you and again i remind you parents you have to teach your children to be servants You have to teach them to serve. Most of your children will not serve naturally. You might get an exception once in a while, but most of your children will not naturally want to serve. And as a matter of fact, in the world around us, they're going to be taught not to serve, but they're going to be taught to stand up and fight for their rights. And nobody can tell me what to do. And who do you think you are? They're going to question all that. So you have to teach them to serve. Because Jesus said, it's not to be like that among you. You're to be different. You're to be different because my kingdom is different. He says, if you want to be great. He didn't say, if you want to be good. He said, if you want to be great in my kingdom. Now, personally, I think that just placed the whole idea of serving right to the top. He said, if you want to be great in my kingdom, then you need to be a servant. You need to be a servant. That Jesus counted serving as greatness. You know, he counted that as greatness, not lording it over people. It's not about positions and authority, but it's about serving, serving one another. And Jesus says, I didn't come to serve. I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. So what does he say? He says, okay, I'm telling you this is how it should be. And he says, not only that, but he says, I came to serve. And he set the example for his disciples to serve. And so he can easily say to us, if you're going to follow me, you need to be serving. You need to be a servant.
1: Because he turned around
0: then and he died. He died on a cross and gave himself for people that didn't deserve it. You know, it's just like when he washed Judas' feet. He could have easily I don't know how we would, you know. But, you know, if you were in that situation and there was 12 people there and you were going to wash their feet and one of them had betrayed you or was going to betray you and you knew it, what's the chances that you would wash his feet? What's the chances? You go, okay, I'm going to wash you guys' feet, but this one over here, I know what he's going to do. I'm not washing his feet because he doesn't deserve it. But Jesus washed his feet too. He washed his feet too. So he sets an example for us. He sets an example. And he expects us to do it because he did. You know, don't do as I say, but do as I do. He not only said it, but he set the example. He set the example. And so we have that to follow. If you can turn to Matthew, the 23rd chapter. Matthew, the 23rd chapter, the 11th and 12th verse. Again, Jesus says, He who is greatest among you shall be your servant. Again, he used that word great. Who greatest, you know. Greatest. I don't know what's past that. But he said, whoever is greatest among you shall be your servant and whoever exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted if we exalt ourselves if we try to push ourselves up if we try to in in ways to say look at me look at what i do look at what i've done look at whatever it might be if we exalt ourselves the bible says we will be humbled but it says he who humbles himself will be exalted he humbles himself, so we can humble ourselves. We can choose to humble ourselves. We can choose to serve. It's within our capacity. It's within our capabilities to do that. It's just an, in our society right now. We have to fight against what seems to be the norm. We have to fight against what seems to be the standard around us, to be able to serve, to be able to serve. You know, as Christians, we don't serve to be great. You know, I don't think we should we should say, well, actually, now I've learned this and I want to be great in God's kingdom. So I think I'm going to do some nice things to some people so I can be great. That's really not how this works. You know, the idea is that because we're Christians, and because we realize what Jesus has done for us and the example he set before us, we now want to serve because he served. Not I want to serve so I can be great. I think there's a problem sometimes if we serve and then we want to think, wow, look at me, look how I serve. You know, the Bible says that when we serve, we shouldn't do it to be noticed. Or we don't have to get acclamation, or we don't have to somebody come up and say, good job. Because if we serve, we do it as unto the Lord. And then that's it. We encourage one another and it's okay to recognize somebody, but, but we don't do it for that reason. We don't do it for that reason. You know, you can't serve to become a Christian. But Christians should serve. Serving doesn't make you a Christian. You know, there's probably non-Christians that can serve just as good as Christians. Serving doesn't make you a Christian. But being a Christian means you should serve. That we need to serve. I want to bring this down to, I, I shared this message today f- for this reason. I want to bring it down to a point where today we have opportunity to serve. When I think about, when I think about the hog roast this afternoon, you know, it's opportunity to serve the community. It's opportunity to serve people that are, that are going to come. And there's different things that I believe we need to very practically think about when it comes to serving. One of the things is, as we've prepared for the hog roast, I haven't found anybody yet to tell me how many people's going to show up. You know, it's, oh, I wonder, I wonder how many's going to show up. I wonder how many's going to show up. You know? One of the scenarios is, what if a lot of people show up? Okay, now a lot of people, a lot of people is going to get to be a lot when we get to about 350 to 400. Then we're going to go, whoa, that's a lot of people. Okay, then there's going to be some people panicking. Okay? Up until then, we're in pretty good shape. But here's what I want to say to you. As the people doing it, guess who should eat last? <laughs> because we're there to serve. Okay, so we should be the ones that wait until we're pretty sure that there's not another 100 people showing up. You know, I don't know when we'll decide that, but you know what I'm saying? We need to think about, we're there to serve. Now, I also understand, let me say this. Number one, there's people for health reasons need to eat fairly regular. So if that's your case, you you can eat. We're not under the law. You can eat. Another situation is if you have children, Not all children understand we have to wait till last in line. Okay, I understand that. Now, I will say this. It also is an opportunity to teach. Now, some children are small enough, it's kind of a struggle. So again, you know, if you see somebody with a yellow shirt, we're going to wear our shirts, yellow shirt going through the line before you think they're supposed to, don't go, hey, you can't eat now, you know. It might be okay, okay. But for most of us, we need to think about Well, we're there to serve. We're there to serve. We're there to make sure the rest of the guests have enough food to eat before we eat. And so that's some way. We need to watch. We need to watch. We need to watch for people who may need help. You know, just watch. You don't have to to go and take their tray out of their hand and carry their food for them. You know, if they don't want you to, you know, I don't want you to serve and then, you know, bother somebody. But if you watch somebody that's struggling, you know, sometimes we just watch other people instead of being absorbed in our own little world. And we need to watch and see what's going on around us. Maybe somebody's having a hard time. Maybe somebody's a little older. Maybe somebody's, you know, if somebody comes with three or four children, you know, maybe it'd be nice if somebody would just carry their plate for them. You know, little things, little ways to serve. But you got to watch. You got to look. You know, we've got people that are going to be cleaning up, you know, keeping the tables kind of clean so it doesn't get real yucky around. Well, you know, if you're not assigned to that job and you see a dirty table, it's okay to clean it. You know, it's okay. You don't You don't have to go, well, that's not my job. I'm in charge of this over here, or I'm doing this. If, if you see it, you, you can. Then sometimes we can take opportunities to serve, to serve to serve those that are coming watch for people alone sometimes somebody might come and be all alone now one of the one of the things you can, i think you need to be careful of you know it's a great time for us to get together we're going to enjoy the fellowship but you know what i would like you to watch for others don't necessarily Go to this and sit down with your group of friends from church and sit at your table and have a great time. And then somebody on the outside is sitting alone, and they go, wow, they're having a good time. Why am I here all alone? You know, I don't know that this is necessarily a time when we ought to just collect to one another. But maybe we ought to think about opportunity. Maybe we ought to watch for opportunities to serve. You know, sometimes I believe we can serve if we just look around us a little bit. If we just look around us and see what's going on with other people. See what's going on in their world. See what they're maybe going through or how might I help them? How could I serve them? One of the things maybe sometimes the side benefit is, do you know what? If you start serving other people, maybe you can get your eyes off yourself and your problems don't seem quite so bad. You know, I'm not saying we don't have them. I'm not saying they necessarily aren't bad sometimes. But, you know, the more you just look at yourself and what's going on in your life, sometimes it gets worse. You know, sometimes we can magnify the problem. But one thing about serving, it it can get our attention off of ourself. And help us to think about somebody else, and maybe realize that maybe our situation isn't so bad. I don't. I think it was. Oh, it was on Wednesday night. We talked about obedience. and We talked about different forms of obedience, and how you know when you tell your children to obey, there's one kind of like, okay, I'll do it. I guess if that's what I have to do, I don't ever grumble about being obedient. Or they say, well, sure. You know, if you say something, they go, oh, sure, I'd, I'd, I'll do that. And, you know, obedience with cheerfulness is wonderful. It's kind of like serving, you know. Have you ever been served by somebody and you thought they hated every minute of it? You know, <laughs> I'm serving you, but I don't like it. Well, another thing is when we serve, we ought to be happy. We ought to be happy. We ought to enjoy serving others. We should, we should have a joy about doing it. We should have a joy about reaching out to somebody else. And so, you know, tonight is, is one small opportunity. This afternoon is one small opportunity to do that. It's an opportunity to maybe make a difference in somebody's life. It's an opportunity, maybe, to open a door. It's an opportunity, maybe, for them to to see that somebody might really care. Somebody might really want to help. You know, I believe in our world, in our world, because the way our world is is going right now, I believe if Christians loved and served. I would believe there's something about that that would be pretty attractive. Something about that that would be pretty attractive. Something about that that you just don't see every day. You just don't see every day because that's not how the world is. And sometimes our witness is just being who we're supposed to be. Acting the way we're supposed to act. Being the way Jesus expects us to be. Doing the things that he asks us to do. So I, I encourage you, um, if you're, if you're going to be there this evening, I encourage you to, you know, just think about it. Just think about opportunities to serve. And it's not just tonight, you know, we're going to get opportunity because, you know, we're kind of doing this as an outreach and it's an opportunity. But, you know, you got to think about Tomorrow. The next day. You got to think about serving at work. Wherever you're at. Whatever you're doing. You got to think about it long term. And it needs to be, we serve because it's who we are. It's not because it's our job. You know, if it's a job, it just doesn't come across right. It needs to get to where this is who we really are really are it needs to be genuine and that comes from knowing what god wants us to do humbling ourselves sometimes it 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 is you know choices choices of of doing what god wants you know humbling yourself is putting yourself in the right place not exalting yourself but putting yourself in the right place understanding who you really are who you are and as servants then we have opportunity to be what God wants us to be. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for opportunities to serve. Lord, I pray you'd help us to be sensitive to those opportunities. Lord, I I know we're going to get opportunities this evening at 5 o'clock, but Lord, I pray that you'd help us to pay attention between now and 5 in case something else arises. Lord, that we wouldn't just think, well, we'll be there at 5 o'clock and then we'll serve and do our duty. But Lord, that in between now and then we might have a chance to serve somebody just in, in everyday situations. Lord, I pray that you would just help us to understand the importance of serving. Lord, because you served, because you gave, you gave it all, you gave yourself. Lord, then you ask us to follow you and serve those around us. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your faithfulness to us. Lord, we just pray that you would uh, just prepare hearts, encourage people to come this afternoon. Lord, we thank you for for opportunities to share your love. And we just pray you be with us now and dismiss us with your blessing. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.